The Inside Track, a new podcast from News Talk for Election 2020. Hello, well, it's episode four of The Inside Track, an Election 2020 podcast from News Talk, where we're using our insider knowledge to help you with your decision on polling day this Saturday, the 8th of February. I'm Ivan Yates. And I'm Shane Coleman. Shane, let's start with the opinion polls. What's your take on the last set of polls we've had since we last spoke? I'm fairly sceptical, Ivan, I have to say. Now, look, is there a move towards Sinn Féin? Have they captured a kind of a, we need change, we need to move away from the big two who've dominated politics for the last century and all that? Yes, they have, absolutely. And I think, ironically, excluding them from that leaders' debate the first time around, and we, we might talk about the one upcoming one in a little while, I think that's kind of helped them play into that. But do I believe... Sinn Féin are three points ahead of Fine Gael and neck and neck with Fianna Fáil in the opinion polls. No, I do not. I think they are quite a bit away off that. I think if you offered Sinn Féin 16, 17% right now, I think they would absolutely bite your hand off. And, uh, you know, we've always seen this traditional thing where Sinn Féin never do as well in elections as they do in the polls. I think we are seeing that with bells on this time. That's my view. I, I don't. Do well, you, do well, you we agree? We spoke about it last week and we said that the reliance on the youth vote, it tends to be volatile, fickle and may not turn out. That's one of the reasons why they haven't converted it. Secondly, have they peaked too early? But it does, if you reflect it in the constituencies, have a number of extrapolations. First of all, it doesn't overcome the problem of, uh, you know, Carol Nolan and Padder Tobin in, in the Lee Shoffley redraw, uh, and they got 23 seats last time, including those. It doesn't uh, necessarily deal with the four retirements that we've spoken about before. It's very difficult to win two seats for anyone in Cavanaugh and in Louth. You need the bounce of the ball. You need good vote management, Matt Carty's vote down, and so on. So, so converting it to seats. And then you have the other problem, that from June right through to January, they were in consolidation mode, uh, deselecting candidates, only running one yeah. with Angus Osnoddy, only running one in Southwest with Sean Crow. So even if they get one and a half quotas, top the poll, there isn't a that's second it. seat for yeah. them. They've only so, 42 candidates. That's right, that's right. So therefore, uh, I, I think that the second thing that is a possibility is that for those who are on middle or upper incomes, for those who buy into the cultural problems with Sinn Féin, there will emerge in the last few days a stop Sinn Féin uh, b- based on economics yeah. and based on people voting with Does that party. help Fianna Fáil? I, I, I'm trying to work out who does it help. And in reality, I think it must help Fianna Fáil from the point of view of we've already spoken from the get-go nine years, change your government was thing. So if, if you've made up your mind you're want this government out and you're undecided between FF and SF, you know, that is that is maybe a factor in terms of stopping FF. And isn't there another factor there? If you're undecided between FF and FG and suddenly you see Sinn Féin on the rise and you say, oh, how do I make sure there isn't going to be a Sinn Féin government? I go for the stronger of the two, FF or FG. Uh, uh, even so- more especially, even more especially, what I think everyone has missed in this election is the Fine Gael preferences. Last time, Fine Gael were getting a seat bonus to get 50-odd seats in relation big to... Big seat bonus, you know, yeah. Yeah, big seat, but like a place like Clare and that. 
if they're not in play for the second seat anywhere, they may well have more than 16%, more than a quota. So it's actually, if there's two last candidates left, a Fianna Fáler and a Sinn Féinor, and it's a Fine Gael transfer decides it, I think there'll be a massive seat bonus of Fine Gael and Fianna Fáil transferring to each other. And OK, okay, we'll buy into the two big parties, we'll buy into the Grand Coalition, yeah. and we'll actually transfer between them. Yeah, I agree. Uh, let's let's have a look at some of the Sinn Féin seats. Like, I, like it's funny, two, two weeks ago I kind of had them at... 17, 18, and then there was a few I wasn't sure about. Now, I think some of them, at least some of them, are now falling into the pro- probable camp. I agree with you. Second seats in Cavan Monaghan and Loud are going to be hard. Could they, they, they could get one of those two, though, couldn't they? Well, can I just say that a lot of the ones that I put in Sinn Féin to hold a seat was despite... Uh, reservations. Kathleen Function lost all our councillors yeah. in Kilkenny. Oh, she's going to hold uh, it. Not a she? big work record. Yeah. Denise Mitchell in Dublin Bay yeah. North. Agreed. Uh, no, so there's ones like that. People even saying Louise O'Reilly. So they're all now safe seats, in yeah, my opinion. I agree. And that's consolidated. Second seat in Donegal is now secure. Yes, isn't it? absolutely. Absolutely. There's seats I didn't f- factor them in where I would A, be changing my mind. Cork East. I was giving Fianna Fall a second there, James Me O'Connor. Too, yeah. I would now give that back to Pat Buck. Yeah. Uh, in relation to Wexford, we have a situation whereby definitely uh, uh, Johnny Mythen is back in play and would not have been too highly rated by even Sinn Féin sources. Rose Conway Walsh, to me, now it, looks like she will get a seat. In Mayo. In Mayo, over and above uh, uh, Saoirse McHugh. Uh, I, I, I think you're, you're definitely only calling one Fine Gael seat there, yeah? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. okay. Yeah, absolutely. okay. Um, Two Fianna Fáil, yeah. Um, so... so uh, uh, but then I'm I'm Mairead Farrell in Galway West. Well, sure, that's a, that's impossible to pick that one, isn't it? It is. But like, it's, put it like this: she's got a chance, though. She has it? a chance. Whereas I wasn't giving her much of a chance in the city. The other thing is this: will will Sinn Fein do as well on transfers? No. So so I, I don't think they will. I think they're going to have the like problem them with transfers. Or you don't like them. Yeah. yeah maybe so. Um, other ones uh, in play: Paul Donnelly in Dublin West. I had been. I had him in. Yeah. yeah I mean, I that, I that as a tight one. I think that's looking no, I, more I secure. I always had now. him in. Yeah. Uh, Pad Daly and Kerry, the Battle of Tralee. We've that's spoken right. about it before. That's right. A slight advantage Sinn Fein there yes. at the moment. Yes. I'm 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 prepared to put that from uh, very probable Norma Foley uh, to. Uh, very much uh, toss of a coin. Okay, uh, no, no further than that though. Dublin Bay South, Chris Andrews, could he squeak yeah, in? I, I, I tipped him the last time, and he did badly. He did even even worse in the local elections. But it could well be the case that in terms of that left wing seat around the Rings End and the the south and the eastern side of the constituency, he might be ahead of Kevin Humphreys. I see that as a straight battle. Okay, if they There's were no true FG there. If they were at say twenty four percent, neither of us think they they are. Eighteen it, would be a cracking result. Eighteen would from be what crack- they got in the local election, yeah, something nine, like seven, se- seven and a half or something. Was it? Yeah, yeah. Uh, then you, then you are looking at seats like Longford West Mead, um, Johnny uh, Johnny Girk in in yeah, in, Johnny in, Girk Mead, is, in Mead West to take back uh, Patter Tobin. Martin Brown and Tip. Now I just I don't see them winning no, any of those seats. No. I, I certainly don't see the Longford Westmead. And so some of these, actually, it may be a two-election strategy, that there'll be a TD one day and that they'll make huge strides in this election, but they won't get a seat. OK, let's talk about Fine Gael because if you look at the bookies' spread, mm-hmm. I think uh, a few days ago the bookies would have had uh, Sinn Féin at 23 seats. Now the spread is kind of 28. And the, they've got five. 
Fine Gael are going in the opposite direction. I see the bookies now have uh, Fine Gael down in the 30s. 30, well, I always 30, had them in 30, the 36. You did, in fairness. in fairness, you did. I had them, yes, a, I had them yeah. a bit higher than that. Mm. Like, there's a lot of Fine Gael Well, the only consistent trouble. thing in the polls is the downturn in Fine Gael's fortunes. So it how bad, I mean, how bad could it get? Alan well, Farrell in Dublin North. Yeah. I mean, are those kind of seats, are they now in play? People even telling me that they might end up with no seat in Wexford. You know, the type of Michael Lowry, Dennis Nocton factor that Verona will get the Finnegan seat. Put it like this. Um, I, I, I don't see a, a floor in Finnegan just yet. But uh, uh, I, I, I have to believe that the TDs have done sufficient work over, you know, there's nine years we talk yeah, about. Yeah. They've done sufficient work That's over the nine years. That's a bit of credit years, in the bank. Yeah, isn't it? to deliver it for people and for them to really lean on people on the basis of personal loyalty and on that basis save the day. But the, the, the other thing that's really fascinating and nobody has really focused on it is what is the future of Fine Gael? Say Fine Gael get 30-something and say Fine Fall get the high 50s. The idea of a grand coalition with Micheál Martin as Taoiseach and Fianna Fáil in the ascendancy and Fine Gael getting six cabinet posts, it saves a lot of jobs for a lot of uh, advisors and so on. Now, a lot of people may say that's unthinkable from a morale, morale point of view. Like, I've always felt that the problem that Fianna Fáil had with the grand coalition was they wanted to be on top. Yeah. The revolving T, so no revolving T shirt. No, no, you're no, no, just a straightforward junior partner in government. And you know, when, when, when I've asked both leaders about that, they've kind of waffled. In yeah. other words, they've said, no, 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 we're not in favour of, you know, uh, certainly not in favour of putting Fine Gael back into government. But Fine Gael, where they could be pot- potentially subsumed by Fianna Fáil in the long term, might be an appeasing uh, thing for them. As I say, Fine Gael, there's the jobs issue. There's the short term career interest. Like, does Le- Le- um, Leo really want to do what Michal did, wait around for another 11 years? No, I saw you, uh, I saw you, uh, you were, did an interview with the Business Post on Sunday and you were saying, ah, look, he, every leader deserves a second chance. Yeah, yeah. So you, That's I mean, the law of averages. Yeah, yeah. but uh, politics is different, maybe. Yeah, <laughs> and uh, there's no, there's yeah. no such, no, no hard yeah, no, and rule. Yeah, exactly. Let, let's talk about some of those Fine Gael seats because I'm, I'm kind of curious. You're mm. saying... Definitely one in Carlo Kilkenny, are you? Oh yeah, Claire. I, I still. Oh, think, definitely one. I think they'll. I think they'll take two. In no, I don't. I don't. No, okay. I don't see anywhere where they'll take two. Okay, and it's simply due to the just don't have enough votes. Cork South West could they end up with nothing there? We've spoken I'm about this before. I'm told that Lombard has a very effective campaign on the ground, uh, running mate on the western side of the constituency, not so strong. Uh, put it like this: If they lose a seat in Southwest, oh, Cork Southwest, it's it's, it's two thousand. It, it's twenty something seats. Uh, Alan Farrell in Dublin North. We've mentioned him. Yeah, it's, it's, a five he's not that popular. He's not that no, popular. And it's, but it's he's not more a good popular ticket. than James Riley. <laughs> 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 what can I say? The other thing is, who's going to take it? I don't think Lorraine Clifford. No, there's is no too close not, to Dara. No, and and I'm not sure Dara's had a great campaign really. So therefore, I mean, I'm I'm coming to the view it it, it Sinn Féin sees is safe. Uh, Labour will hold on. I just think, you know, there is a seat there out of five. Okay. Catherine Byrne in, uh, in South Central, I think, gone too. Marcella Corkin Kennedy. Gone. Uh, Pat Deering, you said gone already. Gone. Now, here's an instant one. Regina Doherty. Gone. In Medes. Gone. Yeah, you think Sinn Féin, Darna Rourke's going to take yeah, that gone. seat. Sligo Leitrim, will they win a seat there? Gone. Not, not, no seats there no, at all? No. Nor us, Colin. Uh, tip? No. You think they'll get no seats there no, again? That no, now, that no. is spectacular. Yeah, they're thirteen in a five-seater, temporary. Yeah, yeah, I think they were the biggest party in the yeah, local elections. Yeah. There. The, prob- the problem is they need Gareth Hearn to be ahead of Mary Newman. 
and, and that that may or may not happen. Okay. I, I just I'd put it like this: they're in play, definitely. Like it's such a unwieldy, diverse constituency; it's hard to be dogmatic about it. But like we see, when the tide goes out, it's very tough. So. I, I had Fine Gael at the weekend at 40, 41 seats. You you think lower I've than that? I've always been around 35. Yeah. Okay. 35. All right. Okay. And no two seats. None at all. Yeah, okay. Yeah. All right. Um, I said the highest I could see was 38. Is there a chance that we have the leaders debate tomorrow night? I mean, is there a chance... Let, we'll talk about Mary Lou and whether she should be in it or not in a second. Is she in it? We don't know at this stage okay, yet. Still, still as we're speaking, folks, we still haven't... Right. By the time you listen to this, there may well have been a decision on it. surprise me if RT relented on that. Yeah, but if uh, they do, what happens then? Like, does I, Eamon I Ryan turn think, around I and go... I think it... it uh, no, I, I, well, having direct experience of seven, it doesn't work. Oh, God. It doesn't it's, work. it's yeah. impossible. Yeah, it it's is crowd impossible. control. Yeah. No, but the point is this, that, that I'm sorry. There has to be a threshold below which, you know, uh, you have to draw the line. Uh, I, I think it's three-way debate would be a good debate. Would it actually play into Sinn Féin's hands if RTE decided not to include Sinn Féin? Because, you know, they like to present themselves we're, we're the outsider mm. being kept out by this cartel, mm. this duopoly between the... Wouldn't it kind of play to that? Had to have the two think, men think, there yeah. and the woman left well, outside? I, 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 the other flip side of that is that Mary Lou has done well in these debates. Yeah. She has got her soundbite perfected. She doesn't need, you know what I mean? Like if you say to her, how can you afford these promises or whatever? You know, and then the few one-liners tax the banks, tax the big corporations. We make we, no apologies. We've the party on my right that broke the economy. Yeah. The party on my left that can't that built the, the most expensive yeah. children's hospital yeah, no, in the no, world. Like, and that's all you need to get through those debates is a few good soundbites and one-liners because it doesn't get into deeper analysis of the economic policies and so on yeah now this one and that was really my point in the big debate yeah but this one will be different this one will be different there won't be seven it won't be it won't be a bun fight in the same way there'll yeah. be three so they will have more they will have they will be able to go after her yeah. much more and the detail well, of their another, policies another feature of this is that other than the scenario I said we're finna get our junior partners let's be quite clear about this mathematically the only way that Finn Leo can be Taoiseach again is with Sinn Féin. Yeah. And even that is a dubious it's, prospect. It's no, 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 but just say, let's say I'm wrong and say they get 45 seats, yeah. right? They have what they hold and Sinn Féin get 25. They could form a government that is, but sorry, there's no combination of Greens and Labour no, gets them to it. I agree. So therefore, uh, these kind of uh, flirtatious eyes between Leo and Mary Lou acknowledging each other's brilliance in these debates is not entirely coincidental. No, I actually think a Fine Gael uh, Sinn Féin government is a lot more likely than a Fianna Fáil Sinn Féin government. Do you agree? Um, I think the numbers are, are going to be still short. Yeah, that. I, yeah, yeah. And and I I think in a totally demoralised Fine Gael, I just don't see them a having the capacity to lead a government. I actually don't see them having the capacity yeah. to do it, the morale to do it. And then with Sinn Féin, I just think it's too big an ask. It's a big ask. Sorry, when I say that, I mean in the sense that I think Fine Gael will be more open to it than Fianna Fáil. Oh, sorry. I think the leadership, yeah. whether the membership is another matter. Yeah, but you know what membership. I mean, remember Charlie Hawley and the PDs. Oh, if sorry. a leader wants something, he oh, can, he can get that. it through. Not, not only that, one day, I think this has moved all this fast forward, whether it's the next election or a future government, you would have maybe said five years ago, under Jerry Adams, this would not happen. You can no longer say that historically. There's an evolution taking place there. Okay, we, we're, we've kind of been talking about government formation. It's always the trickiest thing to predict. 
before an election what the next government is going to look like I mean four years I'm, ago I'm, I'm, who, who would have said the I, government I, we had four years yeah. ago would have emerged well you know the way I can I can be very bullish about some seats and some predictions yeah. I am least bullish about government formation because first of all from a betting point of view you could go Fianna Fáil Labour Green government but because they have six independents you won't get paid in the small book. print yeah. yeah so like it's not a betting proposition and there's many a slip twixt cup and lip in that so I don't advise anyone really to bet on government formation till I hear and see the the, the, the state of uh, the, the almost the psychology of each party in other words if if Hall can say well I actually won the election I won, uh, you know, I bought, dragged this party from 19 seats. He, he, needs, to, ki- he needs kind of mid-50s to say that, yeah, doesn't yeah, exactly. he? And therefore, you know, you can even say, well, even if I had another election in 18 months or whatever. So, I mean, there's different dynamics. Similarly, you could have, you know, I've seen PDs, Greens, Labour get such a humiliating election that their actual moral fibre, their self-confidence, their mojo is so depleted and gone, they just want to focus on the party, not government. Yeah. And therefore, let's just see who has mojo, who has momentum, who has deflation beyond the point of devaluation. And, 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 and therefore, I think very quickly you see who's up for government. Because what really happens is, and we see this in every decade, parties take a heavy toll if they're in government because you neglect the party. So, for the last nine years, Micheál has been going on the rubber chicken circuit, building up the troops, meeting candidates, enthusing the the stalwarts and all that, getting new people to join the party. Should people in government have been so busy doing departmental and government business, they don't have time to do that and they've neglected the organisation. So, that, that is a big dynamic in this. Uh, I want to ask you, I'm curious about Fine Gael's strategy in this election. Like, just being, I, I'm not so sure they've got it right in terms of the strategy. I mean, in some ways, are they trying to recreate Fianna Fáil's 2007 uh, surprise general election win? Is it all, have they got it wrong in saying, you know, more of the same, let's just keep okay. it going? Have, have they got that wrong? Was, did they have any other option well, but co- to go co- that co- way? A couple of things. First of all, if the most potent thing against you is nine years. Whatever you do is the wrong thing. Yeah. Okay? But I can tell you within Fine Gael and people who've been around elections, they say the likes of the Frank Flannerys, the likes of the Phil Hogans have been replaced by people who've never really fought an election and are really more uh, quasi-public servants uh, uh, who've worked in the department of the Taoiseach and, 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 and maybe worked... Lacking a bit of that kind of just dog, they, they the, the, the dog for the road yeah, kind of... Uh, and, 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 and also, I, I would have to say that one of the mistakes Leo made was that as we came to the end of Enda Kenny's tenure and as we look at the 2016 election, there was a strong case to bring in new vibrant blood into head office in 51 Upper Mount Street. They didn't do that. They left everything as it was. And I think when it gets to the post-mortem within FG, that will be a big factor. They'll say, Leo, what did you actually do for the party organisation? Mm. You actually sleep-talked for the last two years. Yeah. Um. Going back to government formation, I mean, let's. Isn't there a, a very possible government on? If you're taking Fianna Fáil, let's say mid fifties, you think I think you think they may get a little bit higher than well, that. Well, put it like this: I, 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 we are speaking with six days to go. Yeah, and and I I just I I've seen this before, whereby 
it looks like one thing and it turns out that people made up their minds later than yeah, people thought. I think so. And it crystallised in a particular direction. Now, maybe I have a confirmation bias because I have believed since the local elections that Fianna, there would be a change of government and it would be led by Fianna Fáil. So maybe I'm the one who's not getting yeah, the message. Yeah, and we're all, look, we're all in danger of falling into the trap. Confirmation but bias is a... a oh, it is, yeah. Like I speak to yeah. Pro- Professor Pete Lunn and he, he talks about confirmation yeah. bias because you want to believe your opinion as previously understood is is, is reinforced. Oh, we, all like, we all like to be right. Yeah, or, and, uh, exactly. Absolutely. So uh, let's say, but let's say Fianna Fáil mid-50s. Yeah. Let's say the Greens conservatively 10, 11, uh, or 10, conservatively, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, that's, 65, that's 65, and Labour, if they could somehow squeak six, six or seven, let's say they get seven, then you're at 71, 71 72. Uh, we'll see, the, and the opposition is pretty disparate. Yeah. I mean, that's... Know, the things that Fianna, Fáil, Fianna Gael will oppose are not the things that Sinn Féin will oppose. And also... You know, let's be clear, on a given day, who is better as a power broker than Fianna Fáil to do deals with independents? Yeah. And, like, the independents will be queuing up at the door. First of all, your Matty McGrath, your Healy Rays, our Gene Larry. Pool. Yeah, well, oh, sorry, the Gene Pool first. Gene yeah, yeah, absolutely. Greeley Sheevan, yeah. you know what I mean? Like, so... Secondly, they want to be relevant. So if Marion Harkin is given a deal, or, you know what I mean? if, Martin, if Martin, Matt Shanahan is given a deal yeah. on Waterford Hospital, you know, if Valerie Cox is given a deal for pensioners, you know, who knows? Yeah. So, like, but they're, the no, they're, they are going to go with the ones, they're going to go with the tried and trusted ones, though, aren't they? The well, guys, you you do a deal with, like the, the, the Larrys. and all that, Jackie, yeah. they did, if you can put them... And someone mines them like sheep in a pen. You know what I mean? That works well. Seamus Brennan had that job, didn't he, in the the first Fianna Fáil uh, PD government. So is that, I mean, if you had to pick one, and I accept what you're saying, it's it's an absolute lottery at the moment. Does that look the most likely shape of the next government at this stage? Yeah, yes. I I, I really think, uh, show me the FF figure, because I believe they will lead the next government, and I'll tell you uh, what the government is. And I would say, in order, I would say... Do not rule out, do not rule out a Fianna Fáil-led FG government. That would be, it. sorry, this is after two months yeah, of paralysis yeah, yeah. As a and national interest. In the national and, interest. And another election, another yeah. election looming. And Fine Gael not wanting to go to the polls. But if, if I was betting now, I would say Fianna Fáil, uh, Greens, Labour, and a tripartite might be easier to handle than because Labour are experienced in government than a two-way go, which means I win, you lose sort of uh, yeah. coalition. Uh, I was in the rainbow, and three parties worked well, and a number of independents is the most likely result. But that does depend whether Fianna Fáil is in the fifty-five to sixty-two range or below fifty-five. Yeah. It becomes more problematic. Okay, that's it from the Inside Track. Ivan and I will be here right throughout the campaign. Be sure to subscribe to the Inside Track right now on the News Talk app or wherever you get your podcasts from. The Inside Track. Make sure to subscribe to receive updates on new episodes. 